Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to The Awkward Prophet. I'm your host, Ashley Witcher. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Awkward Prophet. Um, We've been going here along what uh, a little over a month now and you guys' response and support has been overwhelming and encouraging and I just can't say thank you enough. Um, So today, before we get started, I know we're all excited about us talking about relationships um, and just all the ships this month of February. But before we get into our first topic of friendship, I just want to just honor this Black History Month. I love Black History Month. Um, of course, it should be Black History 365, but for right now, we're going to take what we can get um, these 28 days, <laughs> Lord knows, the 28 days of February to where the world or the United States, I should say, stops and recognizes the contribution and the significance of Black African Americans. And so... I want to highlight um, a little-known black um, woman today. Um, I love Black History Month. I love, you know, like I said, um, um, the recognition, the recognition, and the acknowledgement that we as black people receive during this month, especially. Um, but a lot of times, it's always the same faces right the same names and we know that there were countless um black um and descendants of you know of of the african diaspora um who made contributions who would go unnamed there there were many nameless and faithless people um who made impacts and made history and then continue to make history so i'm going to highlight um someone today um by the name of maria p williams now miss maria um she has been called the first woman color woman of color producer um so yes she worked in um like television and film and she was from Kansas City or at least she was a teacher in Kansas City and she was also an activist and a writer um but she um became famous as a female um producer and her her film um which was it came out in 1923 was called The Flames of Wrath um and she um wrote a a book um, called entitled uh, My Work and Public Sentiment, and that was released in 1916. Um, and so, I encourage you all to go and look her up, especially those of you who um, are 
into television and film and acting and all those good things and producing and directing like um, that is someone especially if you are a woman um, who you should know because she uh, was one of the ones who paved the way right she made made it possible for us to have a Shonda Rhimes and a Ava DuVernay um, and even Oprah Winfrey right she made it possible um, for us by walking through the doors that um, were not necessarily open to us right and so I wanted to recognize her on today and I will be recognizing more um, historical uh, black figures more of those of us who um, broke down doors and barriers so that the rest of us would be able to walk through um and i will also i'll be recognizing those the living and the not living because we have those who are living amongst us now who are making black history and you may even be making black history um for your family you know you may be making black history and be one of the ones that look our children will will be highlighting someday right and so I, I really um, hope and pray that you um, are inspired and encouraged um, by such a rich heritage that we all share as um, African Americans or black people, however you refer to yourself, right? Um, I hope that you enjoy this month and you take advantage of the, um, the information and knowledge um, that is out there and like I encouraged before once before to teach your children we are their first teachers we are their best teachers um, and so let's teach our children um, our history and if you are not a person of color and you're listening to this black history is American history so even though we have a lot of um debates and arguments and critical race theory and all that going on be sure um that you're on the right side of history and that um you don't try to bury bury the american history that just so happens um to um represent uh black history all in the um what I want to call it, you know, all in the name of uh, painting a picture of white perfection and privilege. Like, let's tell the truth, okay? Let let us all tell the truth on both sides because we can't erase the past. Um, And the past is is important, so we know what not to repeat. We know... um, it helps explain why things are the way that they are today. So I'm not going to stay on that too long because I I could stay there in that spot for, for a long time, but we're going to move on so that we can go ahead and get to the topic at hand. Um, so this month, like I told you all, we're going to be talking about relationships and today we're going to, we're going to be talking about friendship. Um, and if you've been following, if you follow us on our Instagram page, that's right. We're now on Instagram. Look us up. Um, 
um, at the at Awkward Prophet. <laughs> I had to drop the the because I guess there's someone else with the name The Awkward Prophet. But um, our page is uh, Awkward Prophet. I'm going to put the link in uh, to our Instagram page in the show notes. So be sure to like, follow, and share. Um, I posted earlier um, a question, you know, just um, asking what, you know, what are the qualities of, of a good friend? Um, we're going to get into that today. But before we go there, I want to, I just want to start with this scripture. Um, and it's from the book of Proverbs. It's very familiar um, to many of us who are Bible readers and lovers, right? So it's Proverbs 18 and 24. And I have it here in the um, the NIV version. And that's the New International Version for those of you who are not familiar with it. I'm also going to pull it up in the King James Version as well. But I want to use the NIV first. It says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Hmm, let that sink in, right? I'm, I'm scrolling here on my on my iPad and my Bible app so I can get to the King James version of that of that scripture okay let's see here okay so the King James version says a man that has friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother okay so one says we need to show ourselves friendly and the other one is almost like a warning that unreliable friends one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin wow um and i chose the niv version because it's very important um to really know who it is you call friend right um, say yes it's important to show yourself friendly but to know who it is you call a friend is very 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 important to know those people um, and we all when it comes to um, what one thinks is a good friend what what's a good friend um, in your opinion may not be the same for me or what a good friend is right um, we all have different opinions we all have different needs in that area um, and I for one like friendship has always been for me one of those things that um, hmm I'm not even sure how to explain it but let's just say I haven't been I, I've never been one who had many friends like I've always had a few right and really a few a few good ones is all you really need because let me look let me let me look at this um scripture again because there's another version that speaks about many friends okay here we go i found it the english standard version it says a man of many companions may come to ruin but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother and so it's something about the friendships and the quality of friends um, in the company that we keep that can really like make or break us, right? What's that? Um, it's, it's that saying that you're most like the, uh, 
five people you hang around the most like that's that's pretty much who you are like (laughs) friendship is a big deal it's something that should not be um taken lightly or um thrown around loosely that word friend and we see it a lot thrown around loosely a lot especially especially with the rise of social media you know we have the Facebook friends and then we have the followers and all of these things um and you know just social media period and the um the lack of physical contact and interaction um has kind of caused a breakdown in the quality of our relationships and so um, it's, it's, it's very, very important that, um, for those of us who are building, you know, friendships and, um, a relationship to be very, I don't, I don't really want to use the word particular, but to be very intentional about the relationships and the friendships that we are building. So when I think of a good friendship, you know, there's a few things, a few qualities that that I look for, um, that I look at as, you know, okay, this is this was this is what creates a good friendship, right? Um, of course there has to be trust. There has to be some level of trust. Um, because I don't know about anyone else, but especially when I was growing up, teenager, like, you know, I had friends, it was like some of the things we got into, the things we did, like, I have to be able to trust you to not go blabbing, you know, your mouth about every little thing. Like, some things we might need to take to our grave. <laughs> At least that's how it used to be, right? When I was a teenager, getting into all kinds of stuff that I ain't had no business getting into. Like, I had to count on you that if my mama came asking you <laughs> some questions that you wasn't going to rat me out, right? That if... um. If we were, if we got caught red-handed, then you was going to have my back. Now, now that I'm grown and now that I'm saved, you know, I know the Lord, right? Um, of course, <laughs> honesty is very, very important. Um, it's very, very important not to just be honest with each other, um, but to know that when you're telling, when you're talking to me, you're telling me something, you're being honest and that um, the only way the honesty that the um, the trust would be um, breached or even compromised is if one of us was in extreme danger or in extreme trouble and we, you know, the only way to save you was I had to tell somebody, right? Other than that, you know, <laughs> I expect the trust to be there. I expect there to be a, a level of safety that what I bring to you in confidence is going to remain with you and you alone, right? And vice versa, what you bring to me in confidence is going to remain with me and me alone, right? And not only just the safety and holding, you know, secrets and and personal things, but safety as in um, I can be myself and you can be yourself, right? Um, Safety as in um, that you can tell me when I'm wrong and I can tell you when you're wrong and it's not going to result in a breakdown of the friendship. It's not going to result in us becoming enemies, but, um, but it's going to, um, really communicate the fact that, Hey, I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love you enough to correct you when you're wrong. 
I love you enough to give you another perspective when, you know, yours may not be the most um, um, compassionate, when yours may not be the most logical. Is there, like, there, there has to be a level of safety. Um, and of course, there, I need to be able to rely on you. Like, I need to be able to know that if you say, hey, you know, if you need anything, I'm there, that I can really trust that, um, hey, when I call on you, that you're you're there. You know, you show up for me and I show up for you. Not and it doesn't it doesn't always have to be physically. It doesn't it you know it can it can it can be hey, I'm gonna be there as in I can't be there in person, but hey, I can I can send you um, you know, I can send support to you or I can send, you know, a card in the, in the mail that's going to put a smile on your face or I can text you, you know, throughout the day to check on you so that you know that my pre like I'm present without being present. Like, can I rely on you? Can you rely on me to be present even when I'm not present? And of course, there has to be respect, at least for me, like I have, there has to be respect. Um, like I, um, let, let me give you an example. Um, and there's a lot of relationships, um, between women, even, even as teenagers, I started, you know, noticing this, um, as a teenager, actually, um, you know, cause teenagers, you know. We do. We used to do a lot. Oh, we still do a lot. I say, I say, we like I'm still a teenager. But when we were teenagers, we we would do a lot. We would say a lot of things, and um, and we were most of the time mimicking um adult women that we saw or around, whether we saw that saw it on TV or or just even in real life. Um, but like calling each other to be word like or you know derogatory terms I never was one who got into that I I said even as a teenager that um I can't be friends with someone who would disrespect me like that and I would never disrespect another woman a girl like that at all either and so something even as simple as that to some people that's simple to them like I would I don't engage in that type of behavior because I don't want either us either of us to think that it is acceptable to be disrespectful or to accept disrespect from someone else especially one that I call a friend right and so for me there has to be respect I respect you you respect me um we respect each other uh we respect each other's boundaries (laughs) and that's another thing boundaries like we have to there has to be healthy boundaries in place we have to respect one another's boundaries if I say hey don't cross this line because you know it makes me uncomfortable um or I take it as disrespect or or whatever the case may be or hey hey I need I need my own thing I need this to be my own thing uh yes we have things we do together but this over here this is my own thing so can you respect that so that I can have my own space and you can have your own space like 
boundaries that are set up, we have to we have to be able to respect each other's boundaries. You know, because not respecting boundaries can cause a good friendship to go bad really really quickly. And not even and even better than that, not knowing how to um establish boundaries and communicate your boundaries and enforce your boundaries um can cause a good friendship to go bad really quickly. And so I can do a whole podcast on that. I may come back and do one on that on boundaries, right? Um, and of course we have, of course we have the common interests. You want to have, of course you have to have something in common. Now you don't have to have everything in common. You can be, you can have things that are opposite, um, that you may like and another person may not like, and you can still be friends like that. One, those, um, things, differences should not, um, be, um, an end all be all. Now there's some things that are deal breakers. Like, you know, I mean, I probably wouldn't be friends with you if you were a devil worshiper or something. I mean, come on. Like I, like I can't mix that together. That light and darkness just don't go. Okay. So that's something that I most definitely, definitely would not do. Um, and so while I was coming up with this list of qualities, um, uh, I had, to, I couldn't help but stop and really, just really ask my own self like what kind of friend are you Ashley like Ashley what kind of friend are you because I have to be honest you know like I'm in a season where my friend my friends um list I guess if you can call it a list but my friends my friendships are looking rather slim and I had to really examine the why behind that, right? Because if we don't ever stop and really check ourselves and be honest with ourselves, like, what kind of life are we living? Like, are we being, if we can't be honest with ourselves, like, we can't be honest with anyone. And so... I had to stop and really think about that. Like, why is my, why are my friendships slim? Not that I've, like I said, I've never had a whole lot. I've only had a few. But why? And to be honest, like I saw that things, things begin to shift. Like things in my life shifted. Things in their lives shifted. Like, I was growing, I've been growing at a different rate, a different pace. And sometimes when you're growing at an accelerated rate in different areas, uh, it can be kind of hard to maintain friendships, especially, you know, when you're you're grown, um, everybody, you know, has their own life, their own families. You might be married, children, work, businesses, like just all the things, ministry, a lot of that, like, it, it takes work to maintain a friendship um, on both ends. Like, both in, both sides have to put in the intentional work to continue to maintain a friendship. And when you're growing in different areas and, 
in different directions, it makes it even harder. And so, it's like, man, I had, like I said, I had to really examine that. And even look at the areas where it might be like, hmm, was this my doing or was it God's? Like, is this, like, I I had to really think about that thing. And that's one of the, that's one of the topics that I'm going to get into um, during my birthday week. um, When I talk about shift happening, right? Transitions and all kinds of things as I transition from year 37 to 38. Yes, your girl's going to be 38. As I transition um, into my new year, that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about. Um, And so... But man, I just had to bring it up because I want to ask you to really ask yourself that. What kind of friend are you? Like, really, what kind of friend are you? Um, Or have you found yourself in that uh, No New Friends Club? Because some of us have taken on that too. Like, I got too much going on. I don't need no new friends. Or sometimes even... The real root of that is I've been hurt too many times. I don't want no new friends. So, like, where are you in regards to that? What kind of what kind of friend are you? Where are you at in your season of friendship um, and creating and building new relationships and even cultivating um, and nurturing the ones that you already have? Because I, you know... Um, I am evaluating my friendships, the ones that I had, right, and have and had, um, and even the new ones that I'm building upon, like, yeah, God has blessed me to um, meet um, some outstanding individuals in this season, this last season of my life, and um, we are intentionally building um, of friendships, right? And so I'm excited about that, but I still have to know, like, okay, what areas do I need to work on in regards to friendship? And the truth of the matter is, <laughs> when it comes to being a friend, that if we don't like ourselves, or if we're not kind to ourselves, we can't show anyone else the kindness of friendship. And so as you evaluate and, and really um, just really sit down and, and meditate on the type of friend that you are or are not, right? That's one of the, the questions that, that we can, you can kind of like ask yourself like, okay, do I really like myself? Have I been kind? Do I show myself kindness? Especially if you're one that may be, you know, struggling in the area of friendship or or maybe even uh, maybe you have friends and, you know, um, you've been friends for a long time. Things have been going good, but maybe you may feel like instead of your friend, your relationship growing, that you may feel like you've kind of been at a standstill or then reached a plateau, plateau in your friendship. And it seems like. Like, 
you're, you're just like, yeah, standing still while everything else around you is moving forward in your friendship, right? It's the same old, same old every time you guys talk to each other. There's no, um, there's, there's no visible, visible growth in your friendship. Maybe it's time to really examine what's going on. Is it me? Is it them? Like, what needs to change? Maybe you need to, maybe it's time to have a, uh, friendship check, like a, a state, like a state of the union, a state of our friendship chat. Like, hey, what's going on? Like, how can I support you in this season? Here's how you can support me in this season. This is what I'm trying to do. This is where I, how I'm trying to grow in the area of friendship. This is where I, uh, where I want to see us, us um, grow to in our friendship. And, you know, for me, I, I begin to pray and ask God, like, okay, what, like, what do I need out of my friendships in this season? Um, and he said to me, Holy Spirit was like, you need friends who remind you of your righteousness. Not those who always agree with you not those who you um are are afraid to um you know confront you or um correct you when you are acting out of character out of or out of uh who i called you to be you're not in alignment with that then i need someone to remind you of your righteousness right and and someone that you feel safe enough to also speak to them and um, tell them the truth in love, right? To um, be honest with them about where you are. Someone, uh, uh, you need friendships that you can be vulnerable in and you guys can sharpen one another. No more uh, yes people, right? No more of those uh, of living uh, of living in in um, moving in each other's shadows, but those that that you can walk with, right? Those who can uh, speak to who you are and who you're called to be, and not to um, you know, your, your, your weaknesses or who you might be in that weak moment, but to always remind you of who you are, like, that's who I need. Right. And so I found myself, I had found myself for a little while saying, man, I need some more friends. I need friends, 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 friends. And I had to, he had to, God had to check me on that too. Like quick, quick proclaiming that to everybody you come in contact with. Right. Um, because they begin to they may begin to look at it uh though especially those that are looking for though for someone to pray on pray upon they may begin to look at it as a weakness and see you as a target and um try to play on your want for friendship your desire for friendship and 
use you and abuse you and mistreat you and try to lead you out of the path of righteousness right so i had to be careful i had to i had to stop that too like yeah uh i need to just trust god to bring those in my life that i'm supposed to do life with right those that i'm supposed to be friends with and so i know this is a lot (laughs) but I just, you know, I, I have so much to say on this, and I don't want to make the pod too long. Look, I'm already at 30 minutes, y'all. <laughs> I don't want to make it too long. I could really do a part two on this. Um, but I'm going to end it right there. But before I get out of here, I, I want to give you an affirmation. And this affirmation goes back to what I was just um, saying a few minutes ago about being able to show others the kindness of friendship um but we have to first like ourselves and be kind to ourselves first um and so the affirmation for today or this week i should say not just today for this week is i deserve the kindness of being my own friend i deserve the kindness of being my own friend And so, when you are kind to yourself, and you're a friend to yourself, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't let other people mistreat my friends in my presence, okay? And even in in my absence, if if if, uh, if I'm absent and I hear about it, I might might have to say something to you (laughs) next time I see you. But I don't let others mistreat my friends. Or I don't like it when others are mean to my friends. You don't have to like them. But showing kindness or um, being cordial, being respectful is a must, right? And so, again, if we can't, if we don't truly like ourselves, aren't kind to ourselves, aren't respectful of ourselves, um, and aren't cordial to ourselves. We can't be that to anyone else. We can't have healthy friendships with anyone else. And so, you know, I, you know, I for one am taking my own advice, right? So I'm being more conscious of how I'm treating myself because that is how I will treat others as well. And so take that affirmation and this really uh, declared aloud and reevaluate the relationship you have with yourself and your friends or those those who you desire to have friendship with um and use that like really take it and use that to create the healthy relationships um that we all need because we all need community um and that um is necessary for your growth for your well-being your happiness um and i will most definitely 
be looking to um, speak with you guys on next week. If you have not already, um, follow us on Instagram. The the um, link and all of that will be in the show notes. If you want to send me a message, definitely shoot me a DM on there. Um, so you can send me an email at theawkwardprofit at gmail.com. And leave me, hey y'all, leave me a message, a, a, a rating, a review. Let me know um, your thoughts on today's episode um, or even on all the episodes, you know, this whole podcast um, as a whole, like, what have your thoughts been? Has it been helping you? Has it been giving you food for thought? Like, have you shared it? Has it caused um, you to have conversation with your friends and loved ones? Like, let me know how the Awkward Prophet is impact- impacting your day to day. But all right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you guys soon.